you can have a seat right there. Um, is there a mic? Right over there on the... Um, so I drove two and a half hours to get here today, but Stacy's right around the corner, and um, she goes to McDonough First UMC. Is it? Check it. Is it on? There we go. So Stacy, first of all, tell us what foster care is. Uh, foster care is when you take children into your home that uh, have been taken away from their original home and their biological parents um, for various reasons, but most of the time it's due to abuse or neglect. And so Stacy has quite a story for how she got involved in foster care, and I really wanted y'all to hear about it this morning. So tell us how y'all got involved in foster care. Um, we have three biological children of our own, and some of you know me, so you know that already. <laughs> um, but our two oldest are in college now, so the youngest decided uh, she starts to ponder about uh, her older sister going away to college and realizing that she's going to be an only child, and she doesn't like this thought very much. So she decides that um, first we're, we're riding in the car, so she says, Mom, you and Dad need to have another baby. <laughs> and so I explained to her that wasn't going to happen. And uh, so about 10 minutes later, she's still pondering in the back seat. And she says to me, well, Mom, there are a lot of kids who don't have good families and good moms and dads, so we could be a foster family. So jokingly, I said, well, we'll have to pray about that. And um, she took that very seriously. And when we got home, she announced to everyone that we were going to be praying about being a foster family. Uh, so her dad was really excited to, to hear that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and so we began this journey of praying. And, um, and God, God took that very seriously. And he answered us uh, three times. And I won't go into all the details, but I'm glad to talk to you about that personally. But three times God answered us as a family, and we all understood what God meant for us to do. And so we began the journey of uh, being a foster family. And um, it's a long process getting uh, approved to be a foster family. There's lots of paperwork and drug screens and background checks and fingerprints and on and on and on. But... Um, Finally, we were approved as a foster family, and we uh, got our first boys, uh, two brothers, uh, eight months old and six years old, in May of last year, and um, they were such a blessing to our family. Uh, foster care is a painful journey, though. <laughs> it's not um, uh, always what you expect, and it's a daily uh, trusting God journey, uh, day by day. And so our boys are back now with their family, and we miss them very much. But we know that God has um, someone else in mind for us to love and care for, and, and we are waiting for that to happen. Um, so it's hard. In, the, in this life, we get carried away with uh, life and in our own agendas. But God has agendas for us. And when we sit quietly and pay attention to him and listen for his voice, he guides and directs us into what that is. Um, and it's not always easy, uh, but God has called us to do hard things. As Christians, we're not called 
uh, necessarily to do easy things. And foster care is not easy. Um, there are court hearings, there are attorneys, there are defects workers, there are on and on and on. <laughs> it's not an easy journey. But if we as Christians don't um, take care of our children, then who will? Um, so more and more this is becoming a huge issue in our society. More and more children are being removed from their homes. I'm also a social worker and an elementary counselor, so we see this every day. And uh, it's very much needed for Christians to say yes and to invite children into your home to love and care for them and show them the love of Christ. There are many children in this world who don't know that people love and care about them, uh, not even their own families. And um, so listen to what God is saying to you and how you can help. Thank you. Um, so many people say... Um, So many people say, I don't want to, that, that seems too hard, or I would get too attached. But the reality is that um, kids need somebody to get attached to. There's no such thing as too attached with kids. Um, so tell us a little bit about, so I've been to, my job is to go around to churches and visit and talk about foster care and um, how we can make room at the kids' table. So, um, so I went to McDonough first, and I visited, and that's where I first met Stacy. And she was like a rock star at her church. They all said, how are you? And that's when she had the kids in her home. They're like, how, is, how are you doing? What can we do to help? So Stacy, tell us a little bit about how your church supports um, you and your foster care journey. Uh, the church is a very important component of, of our foster care journey. Without the church and without the Methodist Children's Home, we couldn't do this job. <laughs> um, so the Methodist Children's Home uh, and the Methodist Church is doing a good job of setting up connections inside the church. Uh, to help and support foster families. And some of those connections include preparing meals, include childcare um, for date nights or uh, appointments, um, include uh, if your grass needs cutting. <laughs> uh, think, you know, just small little things mean so much to foster families because it is a huge, uh, a huge job to take on additional children who um, have so many needs, but also you have doctor's appointments and all of the requirements that, um, that you have to meet uh, to take care of the children. So uh, setting up support systems uh, or care connections, I believe, is how the Methodist Church terms it inside the church, where um, they supply, there's people who uh, may just want to give uh, monetary donations for activities or clothing or um, there are people who may want to bring food uh, once a week. There are people who may want to help with chores or errands or things like that. So um, inside the church is a huge support system to love and care for kids. Um, and you all know if you have your own kids that you're raising in church what it means to uh, have a church family. And that very much is very important to the foster kids as well. Um, they feel loved and supported and cared for by the entire church and, and not just uh, individual family. Thank you so much for sharing. I'll take this because you only have one hand. So, but um, Stacy will be out there after the service to answer any questions that y'all might have, and I'll be out there as well. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Those are the words that come from Jesus, and they are oh so true. There are 13,000 children in the state of Georgia who are in foster care. 
13,000. They're actually, it's over 13,000. And in our counties here, um, in Henry and Spalding counties, there are 357 kids in foster care. Some of these kids you might have seen in the grocery store or some of these kids you might know, but 357 kids don't know where they're going to end up living in a year from now. A lot of them have even come into new homes this weekend. There is a lot going on in terms of foster care here in your very community. And so there's tons of things that you can do to be involved. Our state and this community is faced with a challenge. The challenge is that there are not enough foster families for all of the kids who are in foster care. And so many children who they've already been through so much trauma, as um, Stacy has kind of talked about a little bit, they're, they're getting separated from their siblings, and they're getting sent to homes that are far away from their original homes, all because there are not enough people out there who have said yes to fostering. And so the good news is that the church can solve this problem. We can get kids into loving, compassionate, and nurturing homes. And here's how. First is, obviously, we need more foster families. And and so um, the children's home, we turn away over 30 kids a week because we don't have enough foster parents. And so that's the first thing I want you to ask is, might God be calling you to foster? We're looking for people to offer a temporary home for a child. Most of these children will eventually go back to live with a family member, but they need a loving, compassionate, and nurturing home right now. Our foster families cover a wide range of households, those in their late 20s to those in their late 60s, some single, some married, some with children in the home, some empty nesters, as well as those living alone. And so really all kinds of people can be foster parents. If you are looking at me and saying, this lady must be absolutely crazy, I'm not going to be a foster parent, maybe there's somebody that you know who might be a really good foster parent. Um, We've got little information cards out there in the gathering area. Just take one and share it with somebody who, if you've bumped into somebody who you feel like, um, you know, God might be calling you to kind of offer this up to them, um, you can share that card with them. Second, the United Methodist Children's Home partners with churches so that we can support our foster families. Because let's face it, the more supported foster families we have, the more likely those people are going to be, want to become foster families, and the more likely those people are going to want to stay foster families because they feel supported. And so um, this is our chance to welcome a child. This is our chance to welcome Jesus is when churches come together to support foster families. There are so many opportunities to support, from donating diapers. Maybe a group here at the church can host a diaper drive, or maybe the whole church can host a diaper drive. A lot of times I come out to churches and pray over diapers, and we send them on their way. Um, Now, diaper drives are very important, because when I was a foster parent, and I know Stacy might have the same experience, my foster care worker showed up at my house, and she always showed up with a pack of diapers. And I was so moved whenever I got those diapers. And it's not just because they're diapers. Of course you need diapers. And I could have gone to the store to buy diapers myself. But it was the fact that some church somewhere I didn't know about had donated these diapers. And they had prayed over them. And God's blessings had come all the way from that church, wherever it was, to the foster um, care worker, to my home. 
And so it was a sign that I was supported and loved and, and cared for, and I was not alone in this journey, and that my children were not alone in their journey as well. So diaper drives are more than just diapers. So, so but there's that possibility, or you can be a part of our care connection where people are paired up with foster families to offer that extra support, such as babysitting and homework help and all that kind of stuff. And so there's a lot of different ways you can volunteer. So maybe God's spirit is moving within you to act, either to explore becoming a foster parent or to explore um, supporting foster parents through just volunteering and sharing a meal or, or that kind of stuff. Or maybe you want to do something, but you aren't sure what. So we're holding an um, information session for anyone who wants to learn about fostering. It's coming up this coming week on Thursday at 6.30 at McDonough First UMC. We're going out into the community today to invite a bunch of different churches. So they're opening up to a, a lot of churches in the community. So it's the 15th at 6.30, and you're invited. And you're invited to invite others. And so um, maybe there's something that someone you don't know about um, that doesn't know about this opportunity that you can invite them to this as well. Um, we have an, a website, www.fosterrsvp.com, where you can go to RSVP for the event. We also have iPads out front that you can um, RSVP for the training session as well. But there are many ways to come and learn more, and if you still want more information, my card's out there too. But I just really want to share with you that I truly believe that God has something really special for Harvest Point. I came here a couple months ago just because I go and worship at different places, and I really felt like this church has a heart for children and has a heart for caring for children. And so... I really do believe that in time, after all that training process and the discerning process, that this church might welcome in children who are in foster care. That this church might be a place where, where the congregation can say, yes, I welcome little children in Jesus' name. And yes, I support families who are doing foster care. And so let's take a minute and pray for all 13,000 of those children who are in foster care. Oh, great God, we thank you for this opportunity to worship you. We thank you, oh God, for calling us all to the kids' table. And we know that there is endless room at the kids' table where we can come and experience you. We can experience joy. We can ask questions. We can grow together. And we can invite others to the kids' table. Oh, Lord, wherever you take us on our journeys with you, oh, God, we pray that you teach us new ways to welcome others. We know that foster care is just one of a million ways that we can welcome others in your name, oh, Lord. But, God, we pray for those children who are in foster care. That number, 13,000, it seems so overwhelming. But, God, teach us to do bold and daring things for you. Teach us to welcome a child in your name. And teach us to figure out what it is that we can do with our time and our resources to care for these children. It's in your name we pray. Amen.
I remember sitting at that kid's table. I still sit at that kid's table. <laughs> but my fond memories is with my, with my granny. The kid's table was in the kitchen. It was a purpose for that so that we could always be closer to the food, so. But she always sat in eyes reach of all the kids. Because she wanted to be a part of both. So as children we are, we are as Lord. Accept us as who we are. Your children. As children we come with arms open wide. So desperate for you, so need of your life. May a praise fill your ears, may a Christ touch your heart. We need your presence to change who we are. So we ask, come Holy Spirit, come in your power. Come and have it all, praise. Come now and reign in our lives. Come, Holy Spirit. Come like the wind. Come be Lord of our hearts. Come fill your church once again. Children, we come with arms open wide. So desperate for you, so in need of your life. May I praise fill your ears, may I Christ touch your heart. We need your presence to change who we are. So we ask, come Holy Spirit, come in your power, come and have it all praise, come now and Church once again. So we 
said we ask for bread that you give us no stone so in all of our hearts God we kneel and we grow come Holy Spirit come in your power come and have it all praise come now and